Greetings and welcome to Disrupt Your Day with Petula Sankarsing. I am the CEO and founder of Vision Ready. Disrupt Your Day brings you the struggles, stories, and success of entrepreneurs to learn from and disrupt your day. everyone and welcome to Disrupt Your Day. I am Petula Sankar Singh, your host, and I would love to introduce you guys to our entrepreneur today, who is Kira. She will share her journey, her story, her struggle, and end with her success. Hey, Kira, welcome. Hey, how are you? I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. I'm excited to have you. So um, tell us, share your story with us, your entrepreneur journey. Yeah, I love sharing my my story. I feel like sometimes we see people of like who they are today. And, um, you know, for me running a, a brand messaging and mindset coaching practice and, you know, being an author and, and a speaker and all those things, it's like, okay, but how did you, how did you get there? Right. So mm-hmm. um, for me, I was raised by a single mother. I'm a Jersey girl. Yay! <laughs> a single mom. And, you know, uh, you know, we had a lot of, a lot of, you know, poverty around us, a lot of violence around us growing up, um, in Northern Jersey. And, you know, for me, I remember my mother always instilling the importance of education, you know, so I was like head in the books, you know, all about school. And, you know, I also was a chubby girl, like since I was eight years old, I was a chubby girl. And so, you know, I went through that phase of not feeling so confident about myself and my body. And so I just like school and and being smart was like my thing. So it's like, I just kind of like focused on that. And, you know, I feel like a part of me kind of connected that with my identity. Like I need to be the smart one in the family, the smart one in the class, the smart one at home, that kind of thing. And so I put a lot into, um, you know, being that smart one. And now it comes back later in my story. Um, so for me, you know, just kind of going into, you know, that college to corporate career is what I call it, especially when you are raised by a single black mother, if you Mm -hmm. are raised in a space where, you know, your, your parents, your, your, your family wants more for you than for they had for themselves. Mm -hmm. So I often thought that like, okay, go to college, go into corporate, like that's going to be the thing. And when I get there, I'm going to like make it. And so like in college, I remember having four jobs at one time just to like, (laughs) yeah, to make sure I could support myself, um, you know, and then being in a space where, you know, I graduated college early I started work I worked with three fortune 500 companies the last one um you know was a company that you know I really loved working with and I felt like I had made it like you get in that space you're like okay okay I got like a successful job I had a company car a company credit card like I thought I had made I, had, I was traveling you know I I uh, was 21 years old and I had a five million dollar uh, territory I was responsible for I grew that by double digits in less than 12 months wow. so I was like okay I have made it. And you know what? I remember our organization went through a reorg and I remember our only black, our only woman of color mm-hmm. um, director was a female was impacted and mm-hmm. I wasn't impacted from the reorg, but something in that moment, they actually called it catalyst was the name of it. Yeah. Something in that moment just kind of like woke me up. It was just like, wait, 
I'm not safe. I thought I had made it. I thought I could just like be here forever. Like I was literally one of those, like, you know, generation, people in my generation, millennials who were like, you know, they're like, oh, you're going to change jobs a lot is what I would always hear. I was like, no, I'm staying here forever. I was like <laughs> hardcore for my company. And I, I fell out of love. I fell out of love when I realized how disposable I, I felt I was. And, you know, it's like, we didn't have any, many on the table to represent us. And now the one that we had, y'all let her go like what? And so it just, it just spoke to me like, okay, you know, I want to figure something out, but I didn't really know what it was at the time. And so um, I also knew that I didn't want to necessarily go immediately into entrepreneurship because I like steak. I like sushi. I like to travel. So I was like, okay, I don't want to leave my job yet. I don't even know what I'm leaving. But I don't even know what I'm doing. I just know that there's something else. It kind of like, oh, it woke up that little girl in me who was like, mm. who did you want to be? Like, what did you want to do? And so um, I remember, you know, at the time I was living actually in the Midwest in Minnesota and, uh, you know, I was like, I'm ready to get back to the East coast. I missed my family. And so I took a position in New York. I had never even heard of upstate New York, but I was like, I don't even care. You know, this was the only place I moved to that I didn't even come visit. And I was just like, I'm ready to get on the East coast. So I moved here and, you know, getting into this new position, I actually took a demotion for lack of better words. Like I took a, a I didn't have the level increase that I, that I should have had at that time. And so I came in this position, I was killing it. And it wasn't like some like ego, like, oh, you're killing it. No, it was like black and white paper. Our largest customer sent a letter to my manager, to his manager, to his manager. Like mm -hmm. she is the best consultant we've had. I was the only woman on my team at that time. I was the only black person on my team at that time. And every time I walked into that client's you know, office, it was always old white men, like, let's just be, clear. and so, nice. you know, for them to send that up the ladder, it kind of, it like, was like, wait, why did I take a demotion to come here? Just because I wanted to be near my family. Like I was being punished for like wanting to be near my family. And so, you know, I remember talking to my HR department, talking to my management team and it was like, well, Kira, you have to be here for 12 months mm -hmm. because of this piece of paper. Right. And, right. and that lit this fire. And I was just like, okay, between the catalyst and between this, when and I, I remember coming home, I had like mascara running. I probably had like not so nice nose, naughty nose, and all that. I was crying in front of the mirror, and I was just like, I looked in the mirror, and I was like, I'm this girl who you know was the first person to go to college in my family. You know, I had four jobs at one time in college. Like I put myself here. I I did all of this to get to this space. And, you know, who, when did I become this person who let somebody else tell me who I could be? And so that was the moment where I didn't know what it was going to be, but I said, I'm going to try something. And so, you know, I wanted to still be full-time in my business or excuse me, in my job. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what, um, let me just figure out what I want to do. And I, long story short, I ended up starting an online boutique, which was what introduced me to the online space. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I started, I hired a coach, a retail SEO coach for my product-based business. And I was like, wait, this is what you do in coaching? And I was like, I do this every day in my consulting job, like in my job at work. And I was like, this is what you do? And immediately I was like, oh my gosh, like I am meant to be a coach. I feel like I've been coaching since I was seven years old, I, I say. And everything just aligned. So that was in 20, like 14, when those like inner feelings started. 2015, I started the business. Mm -hmm. 2016, I added in coaching and I went full-time and I've been full-time since 2016. Oh my God, that's amazing. So- 
you know, there was a fire lit under you. And I feel like we as uh, women of color experience things like this. Um, mm -hmm. This is not the first time I've heard this. And even my journey myself, um, you know, running a nonprofit as the executive director, you know, in Chicago and my whole entire board <laughs> was all boys club, right? Just mm -hmm. a bunch of men, no women on the board, which thank goodness that's changing now, you know, and no one of color. And then you have me coming in and I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's weird because they didn't look at me as that authority figure. They looked at me as, oh, this island girl who's pretty. So we're just, you're gonna just work with you. So the level of respect wasn't there. And I feel you, I like so feel you when you tell your story because it came to the point where I just got so burned out of dealing with it. It was a struggle. It was yeah. a struggle. Even though you're in a high position, you're making changes, you're trying to do the, you know, the better for everyone. And it just wasn't a fair playing field. So with that said, <clears throat> what did you, did you take some time after your shift to um, work on you, work on your confidence, work on just your shift um, from that um, career corporate world into your own? Absolutely. You know, even right now, as I think back, uh, because we're stepping into going into the six years. So it's like, whoa. Uh, it's like, I'm such, oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Wait a minute. Okay. You know, this is live because, um, I literally TMI was in the shower and I was having a conversation with myself as I do. Hey, those are the best places. <laughs> Aren't they? Listen, right? the shower in the car. And I literally, like, I honestly teared up this morning, like, like didn't even connect it to this moment, but you asking me that makes me think about it. Like I teared up this morning because I was thinking like October is, um, uh, October of 2021 was, you know, when we stepped into year six. And so for me, it was just in a space of like, wow, like it's, we've been doing, like, I've been doing this and, um, I've become a different person. Mm -hmm. And one thing I want to say, cause I talked to my clients about this. I have a thing about people saying like, you need to be someone different mm -hmm. to like get to whatever level you want. And I used to hear that a lot. And for me, it didn't resonate. And, uh, what I mean by that for me is that it felt like I had to be someone different. Like, okay, so I'm not enough in who I am to have this or to do this or to be this. And for women as co of color, being in a space where we feel like we need to be someone different mm -hmm. is often uh, something that holds us back. And so for yes. me, what I started to speak was, I just need to be a deeper version of who I always was meant to be. Mm -hmm. So I was having this tear moment this morning of just like, mm -hmm. I am a deeper version of myself, right? I I'm different but it's really just me tapping in deeper with me. And so when you ask the question of like, you know, what did I do? Yeah. I mean, thinking back. So one, I would say first it's you, like for me having that mirror moment, get in the mirror and look at yourself and not your lashes and your hair and your makeup and your this, cause we can take all it off. Yes. Right. But really look at yourself and see yourself. And that was the moment I had that like started all of this was like, I looked at myself and I was like, wait, 
I feel like I'm worthy of something more. I feel like I'm here to do something more than what I'm doing. I am letting someone make millions of dollars off of my shine. What? And we didn't do that at. Like, that's not, uh-uh. So that was like one thing. And so because of that, I, I believe I also was afraid of that. Like I was powerful in it, but I also was like nervous. Like, I don't even know what this is in, in uncertainty. So I actually did get a coach. I got, um, I had a mindset coach. I, I had a session with her and she was from Canada and I just connected with her. And so I kept working with her and I actually remember working with her in my corporate career that last year. And I remember saying I wanted to save like $10,000. I was like, okay, it'll take me nine months to save $10,000. Uh, actually before that it was, two, <laughs> then it became nine months. And literally within like two weeks, we had two or th- I think it was three weeks. We had a call and I was like, nope, two weeks put in the t- like two weeks or two weeks, you know, um, but after that. And so I was just like, it just went so fast. And that was just a testament of me working with her. So yes, I got a mindset coach because, but it starts with you making that decision of wanting something different. That's all you need. A lot of people think that they need to have everything figured out. All you need to have is the want. And then I got the mindset coach to support me. Cause I was like, okay, I'm freaking out. Cause I don't really know what to do and how to do it. <laughs> right, right. If I can do it all that. So that was one thing. And I would say over, you know, since then over these couple of years, it's the, the thing that keeps evolving for me is going deeper into what I know that I'm worthy of, you know, um, even three years in when we bought this house, I sat in this office with my, um, boxes and like the rest of the house was, was, was unpacked. I had boxes in my office because it was really this, like, am I really here? Like, can I really unpack my boxes? Is this really our house? Like, it was some doubt still going on. And even now I'm like, okay, I'm ready for the next house. Like I'm ready. And so, you know, being in this space of like allowing ourselves to up level in life, I think is an important conversation for us as women to have. And, you know, mindset work, you know, therapy, I go to a therapist every other week. Um, I get excited to go to my therapist. I take myself out on a date after my therapist session, my therapist on Friday, you know? Um, so, you know, yeah, I would definitely say the mindset work, if there's therapy work that you need, like that goes deeper than get that, but definitely working on seeing myself different and seeing, seeing myself deeper. Um, but seeing myself through a different lens, seeing myself through a different lens than what the world wants me to see myself. And wants me to allow to be, uh, wants me to allow myself to have was like the thing that really like started all this, everything else just adds on to that. But, but really just starting with like really seeing yourself. That's amazing. I love it. Love it. Especially when you say, you know, mirror work is so powerful. So I, oh my God, so powerful. When you say I'm worthy, you know, I'm worthy. That's very powerful words, you know, to build on your confidence, to move forward. And that fear, that fear sits within all of us. Like if I leave this weekly paycheck, you know, what's going to come? How's this, you know, we, we get that chaos in our head. Right. And like you said, overthinking. And I do encourage people to, um, as you did get a coach, you know, Therapy is a good thing. I don't know why people look at it as a bad thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, to just help yourself, you know, it's about helping yourself because no one else will, right? Like be your biggest fan, right? This is mm-hmm. so amazing. So what would you tell someone who's making that shit up now that because right now they're saying, you know, <clears throat> Microsoft just did a um article uh, and some statistics that uh, 
what 500 million people are not going back to their job being at home and being remote people are um now appreciating their time their value in their life they're like now like I do all this for someone else. Now I can do this for me. And there's this huge shift going on. So um, I do foresee a lot of new entrepreneurs coming on. And what advice would you give someone who's now shifting from that corporate world into now their dream or, you know, something that they want to do their, their self-worth, right? Yeah. Man, so the first thing I would say is just to ground yourself and knowing that you get to take action and through that action, you will learn more than than being in a bunch of research. Because I see a lot of people who like go into, I've had clients, you know, do all this research and have all the sticky notes and the journals and the notebooks <laughs> and all the things. And it's like, but what are you going to do with that boo? Cause like you doing the action <laughs> yes. is what allows you to see this work. This didn't I work. So I say first, like, you know, get some clarity for sure, mm. but, but be in a space of like, okay, I'm committed to taking action on this thing. Even if it doesn't work. I think a lot of times we're afraid to fail. We look at it as failing instead of this is, this thing is giving me a lesson to pivot me into the next thing. That's the only reason why we know what to tweak and to change is because yes. we do it. We figure out information, we assess it and we go change it. So be in a space of action. Number one, two, get clarity. Whether that means you getting a coach, whether that means you masterminding with some of your girlfriends, yes. um, whatever that looks like, you know, doing a, you know, if it does include research, then yeah, let research be a part of that. I'm not saying don't do research. It's just that like, when you do the research, go do something with it. Uh, so I would say number two is clarity. Mm-hmm. For me, when I first started uh, my, the coaching side of my mm-hmm. business, mm-hmm. literally, you know, I see people who spend like months and months and years like, oh, I didn't sign a client yet, or I haven't made money yet, or I'm, I'm still this level. And for me, I did my first, you know, $10,000 in the first 90 days. And mm-hmm. I didn't have a website. I didn't have a website for six months. I had made 30000 30 or $50,000 $50, before I even made a website. And, you know, for me, I tell people, listen, you need to be very clear on what it is that you do, mm-hmm. right? Have your core message. Who's your core client? And be committed to going out and speaking that message and selling one thing. And that was it for me. I had two offers and I had a message and I had a voice. So I'm just going to put that voice out. I'm going to be on your, you know, if you want me on your show, if you want me to do something in your group, if you want me to, I'm going to post on social media, I'm going to do videos for me live Facebook. Like I, I feel like when I say like, oh, I've been around since before Facebook live, (laughs) but I, when Facebook live came out. I just used Facebook live and it had just come out and it was new and all the things. And so we had a Periscope exist back then too, you know, so there's so many platforms where you literally can turn your phone on and you can just share your message. And so that's why I'm always an advocate of wherever you are, whatever level you're at in your business. I don't care if you're at $0, if you are at seven figures, like having your core message and continuing to elevate that is so important. So I would say, you know, number one, first be committed to I'm going to take action and know that I'm going to learn more. You're not going to get it all perfect on day one, but know that through action, you're going to be able to assess and improve it to get clarity. And and those clarity points would be, you know, what is my core message? Who am I speaking to? And what am I selling? What do I do for them? What are you selling? What's at least one thing that you're offering to them? Just not 10 and 15, because I had (laughs) made that mistake at one time. Just just what's one or two things that I'm going to sell right now. And then, you know, be committed to showing up and selling that it's it's. I hate to say that it's not that hard, but it's not that hard. We make it complicated when we try to bring our perfectionism yes. yes. in. 
Yeah. I need a website. I need business cards. I need this. And I need that. You literally can go speak to a potential client right now and sign them. And the other thing I would say is the last thing specifically from corporate. Yes. Because a lot of my clients are coming from um, a space where you have some type of expertise. I have a running joke, but no one's proven me wrong. I always bet people a thousand dollars on this. Um, I can turn like anybody could be a consultant. Any skill set that you, I don't care what it is. I've had people ask me the most random things. You can turn that into a, a consulting service. People literally are just paying you for your advice on something. So when, especially when you are in corporate and that's where, for me, this really worked. What am I, for me, I had experience in sales. So what am I already doing? What do I already um, know that I'm good at? Even if I feel like I'm still trying to find my purpose, because a lot of people will let that hinder them. I don't know my purpose yet. Well, what do you do that's really good? Let's start going back to my first point. Start there, take action on that. And Mm -hmm. so as you come from corporate, what have you done that you're really good at that you would enjoy doing for other people? You know, it could be web design. It could be, you know, you can be a baking consultant. If you you worked in restaurants all your life, you could go consult a restaurant, you can go consult in hair salon. I mean, I have consultants and coach clients and speaker clients from like all different spaces, things that I've never even thought about, you know, like sex coaches and consultants, like <laughs> consultants for so many different things. So um, those would be some of some of my points. Stay in action, get clarity, be really clear and focused on who you're selling to, what your message is, be committed to showing up with that. Sell one or two things, not so many. And, um, you know, take your expertise and what it is that you're really great at and just use that to, to start. You'll be able to pivot and learn from there. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I love it. I love it. I love it. I feel like I could talk to you forever. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so success to everyone is different, right? Um, it could be, hey, I got five workouts in this week or, you know, you know, however you're relating it to within yourself and your business. So how would you define success? Yeah, well, success today is I'm drinking these four. This is a four cup bottle of, of a glass bottle of water. So that's one of my successes. <laughs> oh my you know, God, I got to get better with that, by the way. <laughs> I know yesterday I did six. So I'm proud. I wanted to do a full eight, but it's okay. We did six. That's cool with me. Um, so for me, I would say I would have answered this question very different years ago. Uh, success very much was tied to the money that I made in my business and where my business was and, and all of these things. And long story short, my now fiance, but my boyfriend at the time, we separated because he, uh, years ago, because he didn't know how to, you know, I didn't know. And he didn't know how do I be an entrepreneur and have the business. And he knew me when I was an employee and, you know, my lifestyle's a little different as an entrepreneur. So we just didn't know how to make that work. And so we separated, never thought we'd be back together. And, you know, we took a break, a year break. I moved to the beach. I was just living my life. And then we just reconnected and we got to know each other as who we were in that moment Mm, and build our friendship again. And we just fell in love again. And so for me, that the reason I say that is because my values have, have shifted. This may be new to some people. I teach about this. I talk about this. I believe in this. My number one currency in my business is energy. Mm. When I tell my clients, they're like, what? So money and time are secondary, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. We start an entrepreneur, you know, journey, like we can have freedom with our time and we can have freedom with our money and all that. 
But for me, I want freedom with my energy. I want to work with who I want to work with. So that's what success is to me. Having the freedom of working with who I want to work with. I can charge what I want. If I want to raise or increase in my income, I ain't got to wait for the 2% annual increase. I could go just raise the price of my thing tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you know, so being in a space where my energy is really guiding me and who I connect with, how I connect with them, how I show up, if I want to work, if I need to take a, you know, a little break, uh, you know, so that for me is success and, and having that ownership of my energy and protecting it. And, you know, yes, it's financial success and all the things, but for me, if I'm energetically fulfilled and in a space that feels true and right for me, mm-hmm. everything else aligns, the money aligns, you know, um, I can't not talk about financial stability. It feels amazing. It feels amazing that you can have multiple accounts and, you know, they got five, six figures and I'm like, that does feel good. And so I'm grateful for that. But I know that, you know, um, the house, the, 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 I'm not big on cars, so that is not a thing. Like I care more about like my shower and my house than what my car looks like. But that's me. Like cars is your thing. It's your thing. Like you know, I talk about the word luxury energy with my clients. Like luxury energy is really like what makes you feel amazing. I don't care what I paid for a shirt if it feels amazing. It feels amazing. So I think sometimes we have success connected with money, and we don't even understand that that actually blocks it. Because you're really just trying, you're, you're taking on other people's standards and shoulds and success points as yours when your body energetically sees success in, in a different way. And so for me, it really goes back to energy. And that just opens the floodgates for clients, the money, the success um, points and, and all the things that, that value to me. So for me, number one is, is my energy currency. Love it. I- I mean, I tell you, you're just speaking to me, girl. Listen, <laughs> because listen. I'm about that too. <laughs> I tell people all the time, I was like, it's not about that. It's about the energy. It's about connecting. Not everyone's going to be like in that same space, but it's okay. You know, I really, really love it. Well, oh my God, I feel like I can go on and on with you. Uh, we'll probably have to circle back and do another one of these. Um, but I love it. Thank you so much for sharing your Thank journey. You. Um, I definitely feel that was so much learning points and tips for um, new entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs now in their own space, you know, um, a lot of people are too much in their head. Thank you for sharing um, what you, you know, your pillars of what you think that people should just go after you know your core message you know clarity this is just like amazing so really appreciate it so what I like to do is a lot of people don't know I'm also a certified sommelier right so I like to uh, match a wine varietal with everyone's personality and their (laughs) business Um, and it's I want people to, to know it's not about the alcohol. <laughs> it's about the journey, the, the growing of the grape and the vineyards and that process, as well as the journey as an entrepreneur. So today uh, for you, I actually did a Chardonnay um, grape varietal. Um, and the reason why I did that, because I feel like you're very passionate, um, stylish, you ooze confidence. Um, year um and that's kind of like what that grape is it's a recognizable it's bold it's flavorful you know that kind of thing and I feel that that's you that's your business you're like in your core message in your core message right um you embrace the things and people you love 
and are up to date with the latest trends, um, you also are confident in your own choices as well. So mm. that's my take on you and your personality. Thank um, you. Yes. I'll be walking around telling people I'm Chardonnay today. <laughs> you can just call me Chardonnay. <laughs> Amazing. So to end today, I would like to do a toast with you. I'm yay. a huge red wine person. Um, oh, yay. So, I'm a sweet, so I like Moscato. Like, I'm like a sweeter, yeah. sweeter girl. Yeah, good, good, good. So, cheers to you. Thank you Sarah. so much. And wishing you all the success in the world. Um, as our tagline says, success is like a hangover. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Make sure and subscribe to our podcast. For the latest entrepreneur buzz, sign up for our e-newsletter. Link in description. Remember, success is like a hangover. Cheers. Cheers.